Yo, I'm Chad. No one cares. And we, we and I, I, <laughs> thanks. Oh, total confidence. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. I, I guess, in the Jumpman Podcast, to the Necco Chamber here, an audience of zero. Uh, and who and are I'm you? Eric. Yeah, thanks. We're the Jumpman Podcast. We're a weekly video game slash comic slash whatever. Wow. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm carrying the team. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? Ah, how you doing today, Eric? I'm doing good. I got a lot to talk about. Me too. Cool. Well, I got a couple... I'm going to review a couple free iPhone games. I want to say iPhone, I mean phone games. <laughs> Mobile mm-hmm. games. Uh, and one of them, one of, them uh, one of our maniacs turned me on to, and it turned out to be pretty awesome. Did you just say one of your maniacs turned you on? Yes. Boom. Happens all the time. It's like that. Oh, I love it when they comment mm, on our Facebook page. That's right. I think it's facebook.com slash Jumpman Podcast. You can sign up for that now. It's pretty cool. Like, sign up for, like, yes, I would like my URL to be facebook.com slash a certain thing. Oh, yeah. That's how I did it with Shark Nights. Awesome. I think that's very clever. So, uh, would you like to hear any of these phone games that I want to talk about, Eric? Eh, if they're cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're pretty great time wasters. I'm going to fire one up and play it as I talk about it. Okay. And you may hear it in the background. So, uh, oh yeah, there's a little pop. The first game I want to talk about is called Green the Planets. And it's a pretty great time waster. <laughs> it's just about wasting time. So you're you're on a planet. Maybe it's the Earth. Maybe it's some strange alien thing. I, I don't really know. But uh, mm-hmm. the planet's totally barren and it's rock. And you can energize the planets by spending money. And you get money by blasting down asteroids. That's the whole game. I mean, you can up, you can use your money to upgrade your lasers, and there's, like, little machines that run around the planets. Uh, you can upgrade them to, like, grab asteroids while you're not around to give you mm. more money. So it's basically like you're just, like, collecting money, shooting down asteroids. It's really chill. And every once in a while, you uh, put all your money into greening the planets. And so, like, on my planet, I'm at, like, 76% green, which is pretty good. So, I have a question. Like, oh, what happens if you don't shoot the asteroid down? Can we do that game? Well, we're just asteroids just scroll by and you feel just totally like powerless to help your planet. <laughs> yeah, can we do can we do one called Fuck the Planet? cuz I'm more interested in if the asteroid gets by and destroys the world and we get plunged into Thundar the Barbarian Land. Oh, okay. So why don't you let a couple of those asteroids go by and let's just see what happens. You know, <laughs> it's funny. I could, I feel a little guilty when I turn off the, uh, the app because I'm just like, guys, there could be some sweet asteroids flying by that have like the really rare meteorites in them that uh, like, like little, like I just killed one and like little things pop out like little, like this one's like a little magnet icon. Sometimes like little pencils or just like incidental stuff will drop out. What if on one of those rare meteoroids there's like killer ooze or something? That would rule. Let that one hit the earth. <laughs> You're just in a destructive mood, man. This is all about zenning out and, you know, like, look, I just said, like, some light bulbs just popped out of this meteor. And I just got, like, a million energy points. And I'm going to use just, it. I, I hear the music in the background, and I just, like, what button helps you twist the head off of a bunny? <laughs> <laughs> Dang. This is rough, Eric. I'm trying to save the planet. Yeah, I mean, you know. What about slay the planet? 
slay the planet. Yeah. I don't know, but if killing... Alright, so I would highly recommend everybody play this game. It's free, and you can't beat free. Pass. Uh, yeah, it's an elegant time. Alright, so if you're into killing monsters, can you hear the uh, the sounds of this one? Ooh, did you say kill monsters? Yeah, dude. Oh, so, okay. This, I, I, I've been looking for forever to find a one-handed free RPG on uh, for like your phone. And finally, hmm. uh, one of our maniacs, Victor, turned me on to it. He said, he said, dude, don't you know there's this game called uh, Minute Dungeon? And it's, it's a sequel to this game called Minute Quest. But it's like, it's one-handed, it's an RPG, and you don't have to know like anything about stats or anything. Like there are stats like all over it. There's like, you know, like elements and like like stat points like strength and speed and initiative and you know crap like that you don't need to know any of that all the only buttons are left right and menu and occasionally like a special move <laughs> what if it was what if it was called sex dungeon and the only thing you needed to know was the safe word <laughs> yeah the the really cool thing about this game besides it being totally free is that um it's like a JRPG, except you're at like a breakneck pace. Like I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna kill a bunch of monsters in a row just by like hitting the right button, and which is which doubles as an attack button. I'm just scrolling scroll through some monsters right here. Every button is an attack button. It just goes, boom, 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 die, 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 and you're and I'm and you're on to the next part of the dungeon. So it goes pretty fast well, and furious. I there's a there are like little pets you can like collect uh, through like getting like a random drop for like an egg from a monster but basically uh, you're killing a bunch of monsters in dungeons and then every 10 levels or so you get to a boss battle you kill the boss uh, but check it out you're not gaining levels each time that stay with you the only thing that stays with you is your hit points so every time that I leave the dungeon areas I go back down to level zero does that make sense? Oh. Yeah, yep. So, you go back down to level zero, then when you start the next dungeon, you start, like, gaining levels. So you gain a bunch of levels right in a row, right in a row, and you're basically just, like, trolling the dungeons for loot uh, to get better loot and better loot. And you can upgrade your loot, your, you get, like, your armor and weapons, and that's it. And a lot of times mm -hmm. they're, like, very silly. Like, it'll be, like, a mermaid costume or, like, a bunny costume, and you can upgrade that at the smithy, or just, like, wait until you get another uh, one out of, like, a random treasure chest, and then just sell the old one. And it's very much, like, um, it's attuned to people who just don't want to spend a lot of time on, like, uh, an RPG that just, like, want all the action and want it to be super-duper easy. Mm -hmm. Sounds yeah. great. It's, I like it's, this game. It's pretty great. Again, it's, it's called Minute Dungeon. It's free. Can't beat free. And uh, a lot of people are, it's deep enough that people are really into it. Like, a lot of people are, like, talking about, like, how you can do, like, a specific build. Like, go for, like, a speed build or a luck build to increase your chance for random drops. And, of course, the dungeons just get harder and harder and harder. So you have to, you know, like, maximize your equipment. And, mm. you know, it's a lot of fun. You said you can't be free. You can't. You can. You oh. can pay me. You can pay me to play. <laughs> you can entice me, me with free goodies to play. Hmm. So you can beat free. Let's see. That sounds like an amazing segue into I'm I'm giving stuff away. Sweet. <laughs> I I put it out to the Facebook group or our Facebook page, Jumpman Podcast. 
uh, I said, what should our contest be to win all the swag? Because I just went to New York Comic Con, and it's a tradition. I got all this swag, and I'm going to give it away. Unfortunately, nobody had, like, a helpful suggestion. <laughs> about, Other than, like, uh, give it to me. Yeah, basically, it was like, somebody's like, ah, yes, I still have the poster on the wall from when I won last time. Or just talking about stuff. But I came up with a good uh, thing for giving it away. So here it is. Here's the contest rules. Uh, Maniacs, you have one week to go onto our Facebook page and uh, post a comment uh, just either on the page at random or in the thread that I'm going to create. Okay. The question is this. Autobots or Decepticons, which one is superior Mm. Which is it? I mean, prove it. You gotta, you gotta like back it up. You gotta have some sources, or I, I mean, or you could just say like, like this is better because their axes are purple instead of orange. I don't care, really. So just post whatever you feel. Autobots or Decepticons, make a case, and the person who makes the best case for uh, either side being superior, or maybe just the one that makes us laugh the most, will totally win. So you have one week. Have fun. We will def- we will definitely accept video links. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to make this like the, your college thesis, I'll be gladly to like read through your sixty-page essay. I mean, if you want a link to the one part in one of the G one episodes where the Autobots are surfing and be like Autobots clearly because they're fucking surfers, <laughs> then I'd be like, "Hmm, see, there you go. That's a good point." I gotcha. Well, Eric, who do you think? Not, not that I'm gonna mail you the swag bag. Oh, by the way, uh, our international friends, I will send this overseas. If you have a good yes. uh, idea about uh, which one's superior. Well, I mean, I feel like there are some Autobots that rise above Decepticons. Mm. But that overall Decepticons are, are superior. Because hmm. Autobots are too quickly, too quick to like throw their lives away so recklessly. <laughs> <laughs> but Decepticons, you know, like when you don't have that extra shit to give. I don't know. I mean, they're very creative in taking shit over. I mean, let's not forget they've ruled Cybertron. They ruled Cybertron. Cybertron left. Yeah, even after even after they left, the Autobots, you know, crash landed with Prime and stuff. Like even without Megatron, Decepticons ruled Cybertron for four million years. That's a long time. Without Megatron. Um, unless you're a robot and are immortal. But, I mean, still, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think, you know, there are some Autobots that rise above the Decepticons, mm-hmm. but they, uh, would, they're they still on the losing team. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, how about this? How about this? I'm just going to throw that in there. Dinobots. Mm. Decepticons never had dinosaurs. That's true. And here's the thing. If you could make, I mean, because let, let's, let's remember, Wheeljack and Ratchet made the Dinobots. Mm-hmm. And not only did they make them, but they made them, and they instantly became the toughest Autobots other than Optimus Prime. Mm. And there was whole episodes dedicated to Megatron and the Decepticons trying to figure out how to stop getting their asses kicked by the Dinobots. <laughs> I mean, they just couldn't stop them. So it's mm. like, Fuck, if those two Autobots made indestructible warriors, why the hell did they stop there? Mm. Why didn't they keep making more? 
Because then those assholes got killed in the movie. <laughs> Should have made some more Dinobots, dude. It's like, geez, the, the Decepticons basically have no answer to the Dinobots in, in Generation 1. Mm. Well, keep making them and just put brains in them next time. Go to fucking Alpha Sigma or uh, an Alpha Trion and get the key to Vector Sigma <laughs> and give these guys some brains <laughs> instead of the goddamn aerial bots. Mm. Should have so. done like a factory. That would have been an amazing episode where the Decepticons do some recon. They're like, fuck, the Autobots have a Dynamot factory. What do we do? Oh, okay. here's a good point, too. Like, how, how, who was superior, the Autobots or Decepticons? Well, let's take a look at which roles. Mm-hmm. The Autobots created the aerial bots so they could finally have guys that could fly. Right. The Decepticons created the Stunticons so they could finally have land vehicles. <laughs> Sweet the Stunticons. <laughs> the Stunticons are so much better than the Aerobots. They have like fucking personal force fields to help them smash through shit. Ooh. So that that's why they're able to just like just smash through like trees and stuff and not take damage. Because they had little inhibitor force fields or something that helped them go through stuff. And they love doing it. They became like the <laughs> coolest Autobots in the world. And they weren't even Autobots. And then the Aerobots could fly. Mm. And they were pussies about it. Well, you know. Like the leader was a pussy. Well, who made them? Perceptor. Um, who did make them? They mm-hmm. did. Oh, it was like on one of their missions in Cybertron. They fucking they found like scrap heap of like old shit, <laughs> and they just repurposed it. <laughs> but I mean, like the Stunticons, those guys were badass. I mean, like none of them were that memorable, mm-hmm. you know. But like as a team, they were awesome. Mm. They, they they crushed it. I mean, and, and of course, both of them, both sides were combiners. But like, you got to give it the Stunticons. So if they could make better Autobots than the Autobots, then they win. I think I think uh, maybe another category of this. We're spending a lot of time on this. Another category could be like you know, all right, who had the better combiners? Well, it's just a, it's a shitty topic because no offense to you, but um, because there's just too many. Like it should have just ended just after one Devastator. Yeah. And then they were like, all right, now we got like seven other combiner forms. And it's like, that's stupid. Yeah. What you if know? all, his, oh, dude, have, what if like all the primes got together? What if you could like fuse all the primes into like, I don't know, Primosaur or something? Mm, I don't know. Like, that's an interesting, I mean, they never, they never showed like the last couple primes before Optimus, mm-hmm. you know, like in the cartoons and stuff. They might've done in some of the comics and. I think that, like, one of the upcoming movies is called, like, War of the Primes or something. Oh, interesting. Well, like, I would have liked to see who, like, the like the two successors right before Optimus were. Right. I mean, was it technically Alpha Trion? I Did he know. have the Matrix before Prime? Hmm. I mean, he made Prime. No, you know more, that, know more about lore, the Transformer lore, than I do. I want to see who who the two primes before Optimus and see like were they badasses or were they like William Henry Harrison's? Mm. Boom! Just drops some U.S. president trivia <laughs> on our listeners. William Henry Harrison, what the fuck? William Henry Harrison. Eric, did you know that William Henry Harrison lived past the 1800s and actually never died? Wait, the guy who died after a month of being president. <laughs> That's right. He faked his own death so that he could rule America Whoa. secretly from the shadows. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. I didn't realize that you were talking about National Treasure 3 starring Nicolas Cage. No, well, no, no, my, 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 friend, uh, my friend Dan, Daniel Caleb Click, made this hilarious mockumentary called The Triumph of William Henry Harrison, where that's the basic premise, that he faked his own death and never died. 
Huh. And there's this one person trying to like reveal this truth to the world. And mm-hmm. there's like this this shadow conspiracy of people that are trying to silence her. It's just, oh. it's hysterical. And uh yeah, so there you go. Look it up on YouTube. I think it's on YouTube. It had like a DVD release like uh, years ago. That sounds cool. Yeah. If I, if I haven't spanned that on our Facebook page by now, I will in the very mm-hmm. soon future. Well, I don't want to give any more answers away to Decepticons versus Autobots because I got a lot more reasons why Decepticons were better. Cool. All right. And and some of it's just to mask the pain of my favorite Autobot being murdered. <laughs> That's in the movie. true. I mean, in the movie, in in the in 1986 animated movie, the Decepticons were clearly superior on many I mean, occasions. They, they murdered every Autobot. Everyone except for the shitty ones. They're like, should we kill those two? Ah, they'll never fucking yeah. do anything. Yeah, fuck that microscope. Who cares? Just go after the <laughs> semi. Yeah, I mean, how the fuck? I mean, like, all right, so here's the thing. <laughs> I can't help but get into it now. <laughs> so here's the thing. If you're watching Transformers the Animated Movie, when you watch them get on the shuttle and kill all my favorite Autobots, you see, what, like 12 Decepticons? Mm-hmm. Like all the ones that you know, the Jets and Soundwave and the Constructicons. Right. But... When Hot Rod shoots the shuttle down, Perceptor transforms in a microscope form and he looks up and he surveys the attackers. And he basically, in, in like nerd speak, he's trying to tell them what's about to happen. And then, uh, what's his face? Springer is like, in other words, we're outnumbered. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you look, when, he, when he's in microscope form and he looks, you see Megatron front and center. And if you look in the background, you see like a fucking hundred Decepticons back there damn like a hundred of them like go back and watch and just like hit pause real quick and you see this it's very far in the background shadows but it looks like a fucking swarm of decepticons and that's when perceptors trying to tell them and springer's like we're outnumbered and you're like well how are you guys outnumbered you're in autobot city mm-hmm. and i saw 12 guys get on that shuttle that's but like for oh, sorry somehow i'm just saying but somehow when you look at that one shot it's like mm-hmm. there is a shit ton of decepticons and that's why they murder all the Autobots because they just overwhelm. There's just so many more of them. I don't know. You know, we're just supposed to make that leap that either they all got on the shuttle or that after the shuttle, there's like a Decepticon shuttle. I mean, obviously, they had to have a Decepticon shuttle to get on the Autobot shuttle. So maybe that one was like following like five minutes behind. I think so. I mean, that doesn't make sense that, you know, a ton more Decepticons showed up out of nowhere for the big battle. But I think it was more like they sent their Vanguard in. You know, like the twelve baddest dudes, like you know, like the four Jedi that were supposed to take out, you know, the uh, the Chancellor. Mm-hmm. You know, they send their baddest dudes in first, and they straight up murder everybody, and then everybody else comes in afterwards. You know, because you see a lot, you see a lot of them. But at the same time, when they retreat, it's the same twelve Decepticons that got an Astro Train. That's called so, like, merchandising. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like seriously, go back, go back and watch okay. that shot when Perceptor's in microscope form, because a microscope is actually a binocular, and you can just see <laughs> really far away. And like, there's like a scene we see like Megatron flying, and you see a ton of Decepticons in the background, and that's when Perceptor's like, "We are fucked." No, because you should have been like, "All right, what are the odds?" And Perceptor's like, "Well, as long as we close on Autobot City, we should be able to weather any storm." Mm-hmm. You know, mine is Devastator. Right. So, um, and, you know, at the end, our <laughs> defenses are breached because it was like people fortified behind a city versus an attacking horde that had the majorly outnumbered. Right. 
But it's like if you just count the ones you see the guy in the shuttle, it's like, no, you're not outnumbered. In fact, you probably have more of them yeah. than Decepticons. So, but again, this is yet another case why Decepticons are superior because they just <laughs> slaughtered them. <laughs> because Lieutenant Falcon was on security duty that night. I mean, tsk, basically, tsk. I mean, how many fucking times is Laserbeak going to go spy on the Autobots' plans? Like, he's gotten right in to the Ark before. He gets into their base. Like, you'd think they'd have someone just on Laserbeak duty. Or, like, you know, motion sensors. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Decepticon yeah. superior by far. All right, all right. Prove him wrong and or prove him right on our Facebook wall in this giant swag bag full of New York uh, Comic-Con comics. Actually, there's like a bunch of comics in there. Uh, can be yours. In fact, I, I, yeah, I, I, uh, I waded through the zombie horde because Marvel, like the huge Marvel booth with like this giant screen where they're playing like the, the uh, uh, video games on, when they're like, okay, guys, and here's our number one previews. Like everybody's hands are up in the air trying to get to this table where they're giving stuff away. It's like the zombie apocalypse. It's just insane because mm. everybody and everybody wants to do so. They're all like pushing forward with these hands extended. Scary man. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of Marvel, Ooh. I saw that they announced for Thor three, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, Ragnarok, which sounds Ragnarok. like. Yeah, I was about to say that's what it sounds like. We should have some awesome metal bands in there, like Guar and Green Jelly. Hell, well, one of those is awesome, and the other one is uh, poor man's Guar. They are both awesome, Chad. Yeah. Um, so, um, but in Thor three, the Hulk is going to be in it. I saw that. I was like, "All right, finally, Hulk and Thor team up." Good. Yeah. And I was just excited because it's about time. Like, and, you know, Marvel is like, "All right, you know, they did all their solo movies in the beginning," but I'm so thankful that they're like, "Wait, we shouldn't have to wait for Avengers before we do more." Before we show these other guys, you know, mm-hmm. it shouldn't always be like Iron Man goes off on his own and hangs out with a kid in the middle of bumfuck. Who cares? <laughs> you know, it's like, no, Iron Man three. He should have had some guys helping him. Mm. And same with, you know, like Thor two and stuff. So I'm pumped that with that Captain America Winter Soldier, they brought in some of them. Captain America three is going to be the Avengers two. We always wanted. Right. And now even Thor, they're like, well, Thor kind of sucks. Let's add the Hulk. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. So I'm so happy that Marvel's just like, let's fucking throw everyone in our movies. You know, Ant-Man's going to be in Civil War. And so is Spider-Man. Like, that's great. That seems like a real superhero universe instead of like somehow these superheroes are having side quests on their own. I love the fact that Marvel's just throwing their heroes into these other things. When I heard, even though, and like I said, Hulk can't have his own movie. Can right. he be a sidekick to Thor? Perfect. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. And because Thor movies suck <laughs> by themselves, <laughs> basically. So I was like, that's great, man. A little Thor Hulk buddy comedy. That would be sweet. You want to set up World War Hulk or something? That's fine, too. Whatever. Please do. Put him in outer space, man, and then keep him there. Get him real pissed off. Yeah. I, I enjoy that sentiment. But the, that kind of sentiment also was why Edgar Wright quit Ant-Man. Because they were like, no, man, we're going to shoehorn everybody in, all characters into other movies all the time. And that's how the Falcon, I'm assuming, got into the Ant-Man. But, uh, and then he was like, fuck it, they're messing with it too much. Too much, guys, too much. And I was watching the credits, and his name comes up a lot in the credits. I felt bad. It was like, this was his pet project, man. And, and like, he just drove him up the wall too much. Well, I mean, 
I liked that scene with Falcon. I liked how it brought Ant-Man to the universe. And I felt like, yeah, you know, it was like eight minutes that wasn't totally necessary. But, you know, I still enjoyed it. It's not like he took a bath in some weird, strange, mystical pool. <laughs> have you have you seen the deleted scene, the bath? No, no. Was it a joke? No. No, it actually goes, It like, he, uh... He he he's like possessed by something, and so like Thor is like talking like, like you don't know the prophecies of the five and blah blah blah, and the scientist man is like Thor, you're talking all funny. What's happening? And and he like has a fight with himself in the water. Oh, it's even worse. <laughs> even worse. It makes me feel like thank goodness they cut that. Ugh. It was. It's just wow. uh, like out of all the deleted scenes I've ever seen in my life, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm thankful that was not in the theaters because it's just kind of boring too. It's it's just kind of low budgety. Yeah, ugh, yeah. so terrible. It's funny watching. You know, it's like you really have to wait until after you've seen a movie again on DVD to fully judge it because mm. when you're in the theater, you're just so excited for it to happen. Like I am wondering how I'm, how when I watch Jurassic World on DVD, I wonder what I'm going to think because I was so amped for it mm-hmm. that in the theater, I you know when I re- reviewed it, I was like, oh, you know, it's like they explained the raptor thing, and it's okay, <laughs> you know, it's like I, I I wonder, but I was in the theater, so I was wondering just in my head, I was like, well, I'm just and I want to enjoy the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. But like when you watch it a second time on DVD, am I really like I just saw like a, a 10 second clip, you know, where Chris Pratt is doing the whoa, whoa, holding his hands out mm-hmm. with the Raptors. And I was like, fuck you. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, just eat him. Come on, dude. Really? You know, yeah. so it's like, you know, it's not until the second, you know, although, you know, a movie really sucks when you see it in the theater and you're excited and you still hate it. Like the last Spider-Man movie. And I was like, <laughs> like this is bullshit. And even the people that are like, what are you talking about? It was a good movie. You all fucking know that I was right. Well, that movie sucked ass. I mean, the- even Marvel or whoever, even Sony knew it was, even Sony knew it sucked. Yeah. Even, even Andrew Garfield knew it sucked. Yeah. No regrets. Andrew Garfield. At least, you know what? But there were like, there were a like couple things out of the movie that were all right. Right, and then that's and that's the whole justification of like, well, you know, there's a couple things, you know. That's yeah. what I say to myself after I see it in the theater. Well, you know, this is good, <laughs> and it's like, fuck you guys. You put enough money in this, the whole movie should have been good. Yeah, you know, like Tobey Maguire, who played Venom in Spider-Man Three. Wait, no, no, he was Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire was Spider-Man. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, who played Venom? I have no idea. I missed that movie. <laughs> oh no, Topher Grace. Topher ah, Grace. There you sorry. Go. Toby Maguire, Topher Grace, they're both bullshit names. So, um, uh, <laughs> um, no, he was defending Spider-Man 3. He was like, well, you know, guys, I mean, it made, a, it made a shit ton of money, okay? And just so you know, like, Sam Raimi, like, I was in the ninth unit one day during shooting. He's like, that's crazy. Like, I mean, Sam Raimi, like, he was basically, like, you know, he had a whole, like, country's worth of people working for him. And you got to respect that. I'm like, yeah, that's all well and good. But the movie still sucked, dude. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like, well, man, that movie sucked. Well, hold on, guys. They worked a long time on it. Oh, okay. It doesn't suck now, right? No, it still sucked, dude. So. Yeah, I hear, I, I hear what he's saying, though. It's like. And they're like, you suck the worst, Topher Grace. They they destroyed Venom. It was so stupid. They had to keep showing your goddamn face. Yeah. Eh, look at me. I'm wearing the Venom costume, but you're seeing my face because that happened all the time. Lizard Man. Same same thing with Lizard Man. It's like, it's like, all right, 
We're going to make Lizardman, but we'll make him look really weird. Give him a yes. human face. The audience won't be able to comprehend anything unless it's a villain that talks with a human face. Fuck you. Nothing. Nothing else will make any kind of sense. Judge Dredd, or excuse me, Judge Dredd versus Dredd 2, the perfect example. Yeah, man. It's like, all right, all right, you had your fun, Hollywood, and then we had a Judge Dredd movie done right. Yeah, stop trying to fucking bastardize it. Just do it the right way, dude. Yeah. Well, but, um, that's, that's why a lot of people in the video game community are saying, like, and, and Nolan North, too, actually, video game actor for video games. Mm-hmm. Um a uh, voiceover guy, Nolan North, he's done like a million video games, and he said publicly, he's like, nobody wants an Uncharted movie. Nobody wants it. They already have it. It's it, it's it's called a video game. Like, the movie is so, excuse me, the game is so cinematic. He's like, it's already been done. So why bother, like, redoing it in a way that's just going to piss everybody off? Of course, he also doesn't want someone else to be Nathan, <laughs> Nathan Drake or whatever. I mean, yeah, unless, he, unless you know, maybe he's like, hint, hint, I want to play... You don't need to break, but no, probably not. When they when they peel the motion capture away, I don't know if he's gonna be the guy for the job. But there are a few there are a few exceptions, but they don't usually come from Hollywood. It's always a fan film, you know, mm-hmm. where like like The Last of Us, uh, you wouldn't think that such a cinematic game could make an actually good film. There's there's a ton of fan films. Most of them suck balls, but one yeah. of them is actually good. One of them is like, all right, I'm glad that you guys made that. Good job. Oh, but I mean, you know, I'm not just the person that's gonna bitch about what's not going right let's talk about what something is going right right now and that's flash season two really flash season two episode one they're like hey check it out here's the multiverse Mm. and here's earth two cool and here's the flash jay garrick coming through with the fucking helmet on the helmet even though it all looks lame he wore the helmet in the show cool and they're like yeah we're gonna give you exactly what the comics had everyone cool with that yes we are all cool with that. <laughs> Thank you. They're even like, it's kind of like a multiverse. And I was like, ooh. And they're like, let's just call this, let's call this Earth 2. And I was like, yes. And Good then, job. I mean, they brought in Jay Garrick. They didn't make the helmet look different. They just made it look exactly as stupid as it is. But I like that. There you go. And they they recreated a comic book uh, scene cover. I, I saw mean, that. Yeah. When, well, they, when they kind of introduced the two flashes running together to save a dude, he even has his hand up in the same spot. And they, yeah, so they did it for a poster, but they did it in the episode too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, God damn, thanks, Flash. You know, it's like that. That stuff's cool. They're like, you know what? We think that the audience is gonna be smart enough to get this, mm-hmm. and we're gonna try and explain it, but we're still gonna do it. We're not gonna do our own version, bastardizing it. Let's just fucking do it. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's awesome. Like the Flash has has been great, and they entered, and you know, they showed uh, Zoom is gonna be the villain this time, and he looks badass. Well, he so. was technically the villain last time. No, it was Reverse Flash last time. Oh, sorry. I got them confused. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, the, <laughs> there's a lot of, like, speed villains. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, you know, it's still, it's, it's pretty cool. So uh, I'm excited about that. And Arrow listened. Last mm-hmm. season was too dark and too complainy, and they went right back, and now the Arrow, he calls himself Green Arrow now. Yay. He was the vigil. Lancy, the hood, the arrow, and now he's the green arrow. He he introduced himself as the green arrow, and he smiles. Yay. Like, he actually affords himself some time to smile every once in a while. And his sidekick is actually named Speedy. Yay. I like all those things. Well, I mean, there's enough people shooting arrows on that show now that you, you figure, like, all right, you can't just call your... Everybody can't just be arrow, so all right, we're going to have to differentiate ourselves by color. 
Well, she insists on calling herself Red Arrow, but he calls her Speedy. Mm-hmm. So it's best of both worlds. And it was funny because... Oh, I lost I like you. Nicknames. Oh, sorry. I'll say Can you again. hear me now? Yes. Well, I like that even though they, they're going with the official nicknames, they still poke fun at them. They're like, oh, I liked superhero names before they, had, had, uh, before they were preceded by a color. Nice. So, I mean, you know, it's cool. And um, it's working. So, um, and on, I might as well just do all superhero TV show recaps. And on Gotham, mm-hmm. um, which I wasn't crazy about, they did a really clever way to introduce the Joker. Okay. They had this 18-year-old guy on there, and he had all the mannerisms of the Joker, and I hated it. Right. I was like, fuck you for introducing the Joker. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> I don't want to see the Joker as an 18-year-old. I was mad about it. Mm-hmm. But as they, were, they unveiled him over a, a series of episodes, I'm like, well, you know, I mean, he is really d- good at, like, pretending to be a young Joker. Mm-hmm. But I'm still mad about it. Yeah. I want our Joker to show up fully formed. I don't need an origin story. But they had a great twist. At the end of the last episode, they killed the Joker. Mm-hmm. Like, legit killed. He dies. Yeah. And as he dies, he dies with a smile on his face and some blood comes out of his mouth. It kind of stains around his lips. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, they killed him. So he's not the Joker. I'm okay with this again. But at the end, they showed that um, it was on the news. And it was being televised. And it showed all these different people in Gotham watching this being inspired by this guy. Mm. So there were like there was like this ten year old kid in braces, and you can see his parents like beating each other in the background, and he's watching the news clip of this guy, and he starts cackling, mm. and you're like, "Ooh, shit, maybe that's the Joker," and he's slightly inspired by this guy we saw. And then there was like these two hoods, and they're watching it through like a a store window front, and they're like, and they see the you know this guy who we thought that was the Joker, and they're inspired to go stab a bum to death. And then they high-five each other, and the one guy stabs the other guy to death, and he's just cackling the whole time. Like, oh, shit, maybe that's the Joker. And then it just kind of shows how this one which would have been lame, wasn't, and then died. And then it, and now they're not saying who the Joker was, but they're showing how he may have been inspired. And I was like, that was a cool idea. Well, good, because that's that's kind of the whole point, is that you never really know the Joker's origin story. And yeah. It changes all the time. So I thought that was a really cool way. So when the Joker does show up, he might have been originally inspired by this guy because mm-hmm. the guy was just like embracing chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but they left it so open ended that you don't know, and they give you a couple good ones to to appreciate. But I was like, "Good job, Gotham. There's a there's a pat on the head waiting for you at my house." Well, there you go. So that's nice. So so they get to have their cake and eat it too. So they're like, "Okay, we had the Joker on our show, and then we got to kill him off, and then we got to keep it ambiguous to please all the nerds." Yeah, right. because cause if it had been the actual Joker, I would have been pissed. I'd been like, oh, well, you guys tried, but I'm still mad that you said that that's the Joker. That's stupid. Yeah. But at the end, it was it was perfect how they handled it. So good job. Nice. Well, hopefully that'll be the last of the Joker on that show. Yep. No, at some, you know, at some points, they're just going to skip ahead 10 years and have Batman on the show. It's going to happen. Well, I mean, that would be great because I don't need to see the kid <laughs> versions of everyone. Yeah. It's like it's it's like when Kid Han Solo and Kid Greedo, you know, could chase each other around the desert jungle gyms. Like I'm gonna get you. No, you're not. Well, and exactly, and oh. like, and and I took that concept and and embraced it for how ridiculous it was when I made my uh, short story series Mortal Kombat Playground. Yeah. You know where I took that kind of dumb prequelitis and was like, oh, what if they all fucking went to school together? 
<laughs> so awesome dude but mine was supposed to be just funny not not cool because you know which by the way you can download a pdf version of mortal Kombat playground for free hmm. at our website jumpinpodcast.com click on buy our books scroll all the way down and you don't have to buy it it's free you can download it right there and i promise you if you like mortal Kombat, it might be a good read i uh actually just went i just actually just pruned that page to take off uh fat vampire slayer no don't take it off no no, no just the uh the store unprune it uh, what? Why should I unprune it? Because I want to offer a PDF of it for free. Ah. I took it off of I took it off of Amazon, mm-hmm. so it won't be associated with my author page for my other books. But I want to offer it for free on our podcast page, so it'll always live on through our listeners. Just not on Amazon, where someone who buys my kid book would then accidentally buy that <laughs> one, and I'd be in trouble. All right, I will. I will go back and and undo some of the work that I've done. Yeah, like leave the picture up, and then I'll find the it, the PDF version might live on our file sharing site <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> if not, I'll I'll send it to you. So, because right. I would like to leave it up for free for of all course. our fans, of course. Although it's funny, I feel like all the references are from like our first what one hundred episodes. Yes, you would have to be a hardcore fan to appreciate yeah. every one of them. So now you'll just now our newer fans will just will enjoy it and not have any idea it was inspiring wow man bikini chicks in an ice maze where do they come up with these great ideas exactly and not know it came from like episode 40 no i'm just i was just sticking around on a horrible wi-fi connection not for yeah. individual sale so eric uh um the league of legend quarterfinals are this week they're in mm-hmm. london first they were in paris now there's, they've flew across the seas, and the uh, winners of the group stage are in the quarterfinals, and it's awesome. It's just insane. Everybody's up their games, and I just watched like a series of three games where the top, like the number one uh, pick, like everybody's like, "Are right, these guys are gonna rule?" Just mm-hmm. rolled a lower tier uh, team. Just three with three victories. It was like a best out of five, and it was just like three games. They're done. Wow. Yeah, and it's it's it was one of those victories where like the other team is doing everything they can and not making like like any mistakes and they still lose. The other wow. team is just that damn good. Uh, so I'm No matter no matter how much you play, there's always someone else sitting in another living room that's better than you. Yeah, or or their mother's basement. Or yes. or you know what they do is with these teams, these uh these like uh esports teams, they get them together in like a house. And they take care of everything for them. So, like, their food, entertainment, everything's taken care of. Like, room and board, it's all paid for. All you have to do is sit in front of this computer for, like, 18 hours a day and play a video game. If only we were 15 years younger. <laughs> like, we needed this shit when we were kids. A lot of people needed that when we were kids, man. <laughs> but now it's, like, it's totally viable. But there are also, you know millions and millions of people also all trying all vying for that yeah so these guys are like they're the best in the world if you ever play the game you realize oh fuck it's actually really hard mm-hmm. <laughs> these guys are geniuses so i can't wait i think there's like there's one more stage you know they'll go through the quarterfinals and then i'll get i guess they'll get to the semifinals and the uh the world championship mm-hmm. but i'm still gunning i haven't i haven't watched uh the next step to watch is uh fanatic Right. Yeah, and they're like, you know, they're like the European champs. I think they're the last European team. Everybody else is Korean. <laughs> ah, <laughs> or, or, or Chinese. Or Chinese. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're 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 my last hope. My my team, Cloud Nine, got knocked out. It was sad. They took like three games in a row in the group stage, and then they just lost their last three games too, mm-hmm. and then and then lost the the tiebreaker to get in. Yeah, sad. Bummer, dude. Yeah, what are you gonna do? All right, well, I gotta get moving. All right, dudes. So. You can check us out every single week. We're on iTunes. You can subscribe. We are the Jumpman Podcast. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. Dude, tell us who's better, Autobots or Decepticons, and win this swag bag full of crap I picked up at New York Comic Con. Uh, you could also download us at cool. jumpmanpodcast.com, rentawordtv.com, and or elder-geek.com. Yeah. All right, Eric. We'll see you next week. All right, peace. Bye. Jumpman. Yahoo! I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.